It's Big Chuck from Elite Eight Showdown. Hey, did you know that the podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network? You can find all of our podcasts over at professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. True, true believers, it's time to true. Then we transition over and take off studio mode. Oh, welcome, true believers. It is your Thursday night. Talk about the fight. It is wait. Did I roll a wild? Wait, your did Mar- I mini extravaganza? Your Marvel Crisis Protocol Plavag. I was interrupted, and I will be your host tonight, Tim, <laughs> uh, along Sorry. with uh, you know, he's one of my one of my really close friends. Um, his name's Dan. Oh, they're uh, talking about Ursa Major. He's an Aries. And I am. That's he, true. He likes um, pizza. How oh, I don't like pizza. You love it. I love pizza. <laughs> Uh, but I had pizza last night and it was pretty good. I thought about pizza yesterday. And then I got stuff but stuck at a golf course. And then I got stuck at a golf course. I ate uh, a couple sleeves of crackers. Oh. And half a bag of kettle cooked chips. Oh. Because the person I was with couldn't get ready in time. So we missed the free lunch. Oh, no. Which exacerbated a whole lot of issues for us. But it's okay because, uh, listen, I'm here. We're alive. We're here during mini extravaganza. And uh, they started with a banger. Yeah, we could talk about a bear. A bear. We could talk about a tiger. A beat. With wings. And a Battlestar Galactica, probably. Yeah. Um, I, they probably won't. We'll talk a little bit about Star Wars. That's close. Yeah, Ish. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Dan and I played a game earlier this week on, oh, yeah, the power phase right here on the Twitch. It was a good one. Um, we got releases for both Malekith and Urza Major. Uh, we'll touch briefly on Taylor's hobby stream from last night. I've been watching it. Nice. I popped in Aww. live just to say hi. Yeah. And then I said, I don't have Wi-Fi here, so I'm not going to be here long. I wouldn't even have Which said the true. rest. They wouldn't have known if you left. You could have just been quiet. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to put it down for a second, but I'm listening. Just, I, I'm there, okay. Um, As well as uh, some of the new releases that are coming out. We got some card drops from AMG during Mini Stravaganza. Uh, and that will be continuing over the next few days as well. There's going to be a whole ton of streams over there. So if you're not already, make sure to follow Atomic Mass Games right here on Twitch as well. So you can see all of the cool happenings that are going to be happening over there yeah we have the mcp panel tomorrow at noon our time eastern standard time Mm -hmm. which i'm Mm -hmm. super excited Mm -hmm. about and then they have some gaming and of course painting i think they painted red skull earlier today or maybe now because they're on pacific time oh that's true it's Uh, it's like easter over there in pacific time right it's what easter like easter that's how like time zones work right (laughs) yeah absolutely our summer's there christmas or something i i don't don't know yeah over in the seattle area the pacific northwest it's all all bets are off. I really like the Pacific Northwest. I, I want to really live there do too. And open up a New York style pizza shop. Yeah. Oh, only on a pizza. Only on a pizza. 
definitely that and nothing more. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we're also going to talk about some hobby stuff. I got some hobby stuff done this week. Nice. I'm sure Dan did as well. I did. Um, and we know Taylor did on the Wednesday Night Hobby Hangout, which is also right here on the Twitch. Uh, every oh, yeah. Wednesday at 7 p.m. Astern. Astern. So let's start out, as we always do, with a little thank you to beardedragongames.online. Thank uh, you. They sponsor our show. They help us out in incredible ways. And they also allow us to stream in their store every Monday for Oh Yeah, the Power Phase. Uh, right now, you can go over there. Any of the models that are up for pre-order that have been revealed but not released uh, are on there for 15% off. Make our local game store your local game store and, uh, you know, help support a great uh, a great person. Yeah, or great real. peoples. That reminds me, I need to pre-order the Winter Guard and Malkuth. Yeah, for real. Um, so Dan, I don't know when Winter Guard are coming out, but we know Malkuth is in August. I think that it would be unfair almost to release the Winter Guard in any time on winter. Well, yeah, but I would I would thing. accept midfall. <laughs> I think they're going to be September. Yeah. And then the World War II stuff will be October and November. Oh. Because you know gotcha. the Red Skull pack is coming a little bit later. So I think the first three will be October. Red Skull will be November. Maybe with something else. I don't know. Very well could be. But, Mr. Dan, hmm. did you get any hobbying done this week? Did I get any hobbying done? Did you get any last, hobbying done? Since the last time we did this show, I have painted a Scourge. Hmm. painted Heimdall. Wow. I finished Magic. Yeah. I started Hood. Finally. Yeah. And Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme. Oh, wow. But those two I had to just, they've been primed. I haven't done anything else with them since they came out like nearing a year ago. Yeah, you're getting work done this week. <laughs> one of my goals this, I'm a teacher, so one of my goals for the summer is to to clean up my backlog of MCP, mm. which normally I'm right on top of it. Like Scourge and Heimdall I had painted by the end of Saturday. Yeah, and you did a phenomenal awesome. job on them too. You can actually see them uh, on the VOD from Monday's, oh yeah, the power phase, if you're yeah. into that. Uh, but when last fall, we got like a deluge of stuff with the convocation and dark dimension and all that. Yeah. And I just wasn't super pumped for some of the models like like hood. I haven't used yet because you were so Jones for hood. You, I was. You and I used a used whole him a lot. Yeah. So it was like I just never got around to using him. And then he just he was on a shelf in, in a side room for a while. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I need to I just need to clear this out. I have them. I need to finish Dormammu and then Amazing Spider-Man who's almost oh, wow. a year old, who's had some pain on him for a long time. Uh, I need to get him finished up. I mean, that's it for my backlog. And then everything will be done. As everyone says, uh, some is on the way to done. Yeah. So true. done is the best color. How did Dallas say done that? The best the paint job is done. Yes. Yep. Um, uh, so, yeah, and I'm going to I'll have I'm going to get totally caught up and I'm well on my way. Especially I, with only two models this month. That helped. <laughs> I also got some of my backlog done. And I, I'm not, I, I, you got a lot done, right? It's all relative. And I and Padme for Star and Wars Padme. Legion. I hmm? made huge strides this week. Oh. After Taylor's birthday party, I assembled Scourge. Nice. You know? So he was a very nice assembly, very quick, very easy. His arm didn't go disappear under your desk for a while like it did Black not. Swan. So here's what I did. Instead of assembling him on my desk with the gray carpet, I assembled him in the living room on a coffee table 
on the gray carpet. (laughs) Well, I mean, if the coffee table can catch it. Right. There you go. I also picked up some actual new supplies uh, from Bearded Dragon Games to online. So I had like an actual good pair of snips. And oh, that helps a, a lot. new exacto knife instead of a very dull like toothbrush or whatever. I was Were you using, using like nail clippers before? Because that's no, what most people start. With. I was using an exacto knife. Oh, OK. When I did Black Swan. So that's oh, why that's pieces why. were flying all yeah, over that's, the place. Oof. Yep. When I first started out, I just used nail clippers, which are not ideal. They don't work well at all. Oh, gotcha. I mean, they work, but to get them in there is a huge pain. Oh, actual getting clippers is very important. Super fair. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I was really happy with that. It went together like a dream. And maybe uh, the error existed in between uh, the hobby board and the chair. <laughs> but <laughs> that's awesome, though. Yeah. So now I just need to, you know, probably to buy next this time next year, I'll have brought him out to the garage to prime. And we'll be well on our way. Hey, progress is progress. Some is on the way to done. You know, and we saw how kind of surprisingly good he is. Yeah. I like, mean, he looked like a solid three, but he performed well. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, we'll we'll certainly get into actually, let's just do it right now. That's fine. Full send. Why Listen, not? It's mini extravaganza. Sometimes Woo! you just need to you need to full send it because Malachis certainly gonna. So. Yeah, last Monday on Oh Yeah, The Power Phase, Dan and I played a game. We played the third and final mission of the Renewal of Vows mm-hmm. organized play kit uh, that Sarah Ronan, Rowan had did. So uh, good. That we are just, I, I still am just, I, I vomit appreciation for on a regular basis. <laughs> uh, I, I love it so much. But yeah, it was, uh, what was it called? The third mission? Gambit infuriates guests with music or something like that? Yeah. Um trying to secure jukeboxes and carry around drink cups carry around drink cups and if you're carrying a drink cup while you can carry more than one you can only make one move action as you're trying not to spill the drink cups, mm, which i very thought was important, super important not to spill that punch and if you are securing the boom boxes during the cleanup phase your opponent can move you off as you're just boogieing down too hard you're dancing a short move advance away mm-hmm. or whatever direction your opponent wants that one that one hurt yeah I could see that mostly because I played a Thanos list Black Order, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool. So I had Corvus with the Reality Gem, Thanless, Thanless Black Order. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I had Proxima Midnight. I had Super Giant for the first time on the channel, and then uh, Ebony Maw with the Space Gem, who was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, and Super Giant was securing a boombox near the beginning, and she got pushed off it short or advanced off short. But her movement's short, so to get her back there, she—I don't think she ever did, yeah. because she needed to defend the area with psychic attacks. Um, Heimdall, Heimdall, we found out is exactly as great as everyone assumed he was. Oh, uh, he was awesome, <laughs> and that was you know me only remembering some of his powers too. You never, did well. Never Four Fend is a great power. It is. But I never used his teleport, which no. was like kind of a big deal. You never really needed it, though. That's true. Yeah, he was just kind of standing his ground on one of those boom boxes, just making sure Corvus was. Because it was kind of like, do I spend power to teleport or do I just move back to the boom box and save that power to forfend? Yeah, because that was I mean, that was massive. At one point, you dazed Corvus during his activation with that. Yeah, which was which was very nice because the first couple of four fans, nothing went through at all. So I was like, well, do I even keep spending on this? It obviously is not working out. And yeah, I just decided to just full send it and it worked. I mean, it's awesome to get a free attack, but it's a super basic five strength yeah. range to physical builder, right? Like it doesn't do anything crazy, but 
it's essentially a free attack. Like it's an extra action. Yeah. For what two power? For two power. Like not not bad. Not at bad all. at all. And very realistically, could regularly pay for itself for a character where you really want to be using his power all the time, forever for mm-hmm. rerolls and for uh, for forfend for teleports, like kind of the whole nine and a spender. Not bad. No, I mean a medium push off that is <laughs> awesome. We saw that was huge. Who did, mm-hmm. did he do that to Corvus at one I, point? I too? did it to Proxima. Oh, Proxima to get Proxima away from Corvus. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. Well, it went so far. And like Neo says uh, here in chat, yeah, action economy is huge. And I've talked about this a lot. Like if I have mm, for real, the value of a character goes way, way up for me if they have a charge or hit and run or really anything that's getting me free actions. You only get two actions a turn. Yeah, any extra throwing in another one is always so well valued that um, huge deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was great. So you had Heimdall, Scourge, Thor. Thor and Loki. Loki. Gemless Loki. Gemless. And I had a two, didn't I? Toad. Toad! Toad was shockingly good. Toad was very good. He spit on me and it was gross. I never did damage with that spit, but no. it's so odd. So very specifically uh, on my flank, on my right flank, Dan's left, he ran Supergiant and uh, Ebony Maw initially, and I ran Scourge and Thor. Right. I saw you put Scourge on. I was like, that's where Supergiant's going because he only has physical attacks. She's staying away from Loki. And so we over the course of the rounds, I was able to get uh, Supergiant dazed with just scourge doing damage somehow but because because you every time you attacked you did the one damage she would take from a physical but then he also had that throw that finally dazed her yeah getting one more in and that was i did the- psychic vampire once or twice yeah or mental vampire whatever it is that her builder if she does any damage she heals one which is great <laughs> um and yeah the the energy spit from toad or the the acid spit uh, whiffed every single time. Yeah, that's supposed to be her weak spot. Where yeah. she has three defense dice, but that's you know, totally I guess not average. weak spot, but like that's that's the way you should try to deal with her is, is mystic or or energy specifically. Well, I mean, she's got like five or six mystic defense. Oh, she does that. that so yeah. like her the the energy is the weak spot, but Toad's spit is not a strong attack. Right, but it did throw incinerate on her. That didn't end up mattering. Correct, because <laughs> she's still just taking one from all those physicals. Um. But I, I really like her. I dig her as a character like a lot. I think she's really cool. Um, and it, yeah, it takes someone's full dedication if they're a physical power, even if they're a physical powerhouse to get her down. You need the throws. You need to be adding the bleed. You need to be doing these things to to do it. But it's doable. Yeah, and it is doable with a two or a three. That's the th- I think that's the trick with her is, well, she can do some she can do decent damage back with yeah. the builder. We know her spender is weird. I did try it against Scourge. Totally. Just. Oh, I did end up doing it against Toad because Scourge had like one health left or something. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Toad is flipped. He only has three health on this side. But if I get it and he just KOs, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I just wanted to see if it would work. Uh, I actually got close. Yeah. I think I needed like one more wild or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, you got the skulls. You got a lot of the kind of like difficult ones to get. But yeah, it was like a just a simple wild or something. Yeah, because like. you need like a hit, a crit two wilds and two skulls and a block or something it's got a ton of triggers to it yeah. but i got most of the way there and i was like eh, i tried yeah like whatever you don't have any more power toad nerd <laughs> 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 but she was really cool she's a weird piece but fun yes yeah well and she's just one of those ones where you know it she's a she's a really cool piece on the field just seeing how people react to her i i i i I'm playing in a league as well where where she was used in my first game and 
I constantly battled back and forth. I was like, all right, do I put my energy person over there? Do I just ignore? Like, mm-hmm. what exactly do I do? And sometimes you come in, it doesn't do enough. And then you only have physical attacks left to try to bring her down. It's like, ah. Well, she's um, got three health. I can't take her down this round because I only have two actions. Or, or I don't have a throw. there. So right. Like, oh, well, I got to keep going. Just got to keep trucking. Yeah, I was ho- I wanted to use blood despair with her so she could get the health back and not be dazed. Yeah, because she's the only one that can do it now in Blackwater, which is super cool. I ended up using it on Corvus instead when you in a very cool interaction with yeah. Orfend. And I was like, well, the whole point of him coming over here and attacking Heimdall was to take him down. So then I was like, all right, blood despair to get this the strike in still because I had. um uh what's the what's his spender called death blow he had death blowed into heimdall moved up took the forefend got ko'd used blood to spare to ko heimdall back it was a very awesome two attacks ko'ing characters off cycle yeah it was not, i think you dazed corvus at that point oh maybe still, it was days yeah it, it was like oh that was I mean, I guess I'll use the card instead of just an action since you dazed him. Right. Uh, but it was really cool. So I didn't get to use that on Super Giant, but it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, that's a cool card. Um, trying to think about what else. I did get to use Weapons of Midgar. Yeah. Uh, which which is just fun. Yeah. And it, look, unfortunately, it was only Super Giant because I had well, Mothership Maw to the other side of the table to back correct. up the, the couple. Uh, but that's just cool that he's got a beam... Uh, he has access to that. I feel like his combination of just his axe strike with the his spender, what's the executioner or something? Yeah. Um, is a really nice one-two punch. With, you, you do bleed. Yep. Is that a bleed on a wild for the bleed axe? on a wild, yep. And then if you're bleeding with the spender, you get to like re-roll the dice. You can re-roll up to two dice if the target is bleeding. Which is still awesome. Yeah. I mean, re-rolling two dice is great. Well, and especially when you're com- potentially matched up with Heimdall as well. I mean, yeah. for effectively just two additional power, if the target's already bleeding, being able to uh, re-roll up to four dice in the thing is pretty nice. Yeah, pretty he nice. was he was good. He's got a lot of health. He's got a throw. I mean, he's a really solid, solid dude. And the aggressive helps considerably. Yeah, that's like necessary on him. He's medium movement, right? So he's not yeah. super slow, but having an extra potential move is real good. Yeah. And I used, uh, I did use Doomed Prophecy on Thor, and I think he went down before I was able to make use of it. Ebony Maw, I think, licked him to death. And, uh, you know, sometimes that black tongue get her done. But (laughs) the great attack. It really is. Super good. I really like Ma in in general now since the uh, the twenty twenty one update. He he's really kind of coming to his own and and is in a very good spot. And I think people. are are finally starting not finally starting to realize it but i think it's becoming more of a regular thing to see him around with first of the black order it's not mm-hmm. like oh i have eight points in thanos so having five or six on maw is just not doable yeah like he's told you can fit him in so much easier with corvus leading the squad now mm-hmm. and his leadership is good yeah i gained a lot of power from that throughout the game yep because i think i had all your guys injured by the end and a few ko'd mm-hmm uh, yeah, but, everyone yeah. was injured uh, except for Proxima, I think, at the end of the game. Yes. And uh, she's the only one that made it. We okay. both we both had a couple KOs, I feel like. You KO'd Maw and I think Corvus by the end. Yeah. Because Maw, you were like, he has to die. Yeah. Because with, with a gem, he was getting four power around enough to do his, uh, not devastate intellect, that's super giants, but his, men, his mystic spender. Yeah. Uh, which is 
real good. I rolled really badly for it every time, but it's a really great spender. Mm-hmm. I forget what else it does. And the target doesn't gain power for the damage dealt, which is like yeah, that's massive, super great, especially taking down a you know a, a really threatening piece to make sure they can't swing back. Like is just yeah, real good, real good. Um, would have been a lot better if he had rolled better, but I remember it, just the fact that he could do that every round mm-hmm. because it's only cost four and he's getting four every t- like it was. He was great. Oh, that's with the uh, devastate intellect and super giant. I didn't roll any wilds because I didn't even stun you. Yeah, like, that's really? right. Yep, <laughs> that's what it was. I think I had every other trigger except two wilds. Yeah, yep. Which was just kind of funny. Um, but yeah, so that was the game from Monday. If you haven't checked that out yet, you can head over to atomicmassgames.com/slash/rov if you want to check out the renewal of our events. Mm. Uh, there's a bunch of cool stuff. I uh, thanks to chat and thanks to to Wraith specifically, I was able to remember my first tier destiny power yeah. in almost every round. Well, I did remember in every round. Yeah, but uh, once it did work once. <laughs> Listen, so I mean, normally I stop when it works that first time. It didn't work the first time here, so I had to keep going for it. It was pretty nice. <laughs> uh, but we we heavily enjoyed that organized play kit. Uh, it was really solid. Really liked it a lot. Well, the other thing that really stood out to me with that Black Order build was having Supergiant and Maw allows for their well-laid plans. I keep forgetting a what it's psychic called. Psychic Shockwave. Psychic Shockwave, which was massive. Like, that was so important for having the game go a little bit longer. Yeah. It ended up being a nice close game. Yeah. Um, I, you know, if you haven't watched it yet, highly recommend it because it was just a good game. It was nice. Nice. Um, but on to the news from this week. We did get a very large and a very uninebriated bear this week with Urza Major. Um, Dan. Rawr. What were your initial thoughts to seeing Michael? Mikhail? Mikhail? Ursus? Ursus. Uh, it's a big bear man oh it's a big bear it is a big bear man actually when they the the card came out the other day and i was like oh sweet and i was like yeah this is pretty much exactly what i was hoping for yes uh he's like a guy if he's also a bear he's got he's got bear claws Mm -hmm. he's got bear hands he's got bear arms uh, awesome attack names that are kind of bear puns i love it Mm -hmm. uh he's got so much health i was a little not surprised i feel he's a fourth threat yeah, which is right about where I thought he was going to be as a, a bruiser, right? Mm-hmm. He's got seven stamina on both sides. He does, which is a lot for a four threat. I feel like well, <laughs> it is. It's like two or th- two to three more than typical. Which is they have six, 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 or five and six. Right. So awesome. But that's 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 a bracket change for the most part. You know what I mean? Like twos. There are fives with less health than that. Correct. Yep. Uh, he's short move, which is expected. Mm-hmm. He's on a, I think, a medium base. As far as we know, I, it looks like it. Yep. What, what we can tell he's size three again, expected Scourge and Heimdall are not. Yeah, I thought it was weird. They are big models. They are big. They're models. size two. Uh, he's got good average defenses. He's three, three, four. Yeah. A little surprising. I thought he'd have four physical defense. I kind of assumed that. Yeah. A big, tough bear. Same. Uh, but he's got four mystic defense, which. I guess I'm assuming in the comics, he's got some kind of like he's got a strong mind, maybe because he's in a bear, because when he turns into a bear, he's like he's still Mikhail, but he's like more animalistic. He's more bestial. And the longer so, he's in bear form, the more bestial he gets. Right. Maybe he becomes more bear like. Yeah. So I guess because so psychic powers aren't really affecting a person's mind. They're more affecting a bear's mind, which is more primal. It's like that old okay. 90s, like, um, you know, pre movie scroll. It's like you want to download a bike. 
but it's like, you wouldn't mentally dominate a bear, would you? <laughs> so, you know, his defenses are fine. Uh, I love his builder, bare-handed slap. Uh, which is is known uh, kind of in the community as the bs bhs bs. Uh, but it, it's a perfectly fine builder. Range two, mm -hmm. strength five, no power. Of course, he gains power per damage dealt and bleed on a wild. Yeah, so it's not bad. Straightforward. As far as barehanded slaps go, it's a good one. Pretty good. It's not anything to write home about, but it's not bad yeah. either. It's not a four strength builder on a four threat. So correct. Uh, his spender though. Who Barry? His range two. So both of it, he's what got the, two. Dan, what's it called? He's only got two attacks. This one is the Bear Armed Brawler. Also known as Bab. Bab. Biss and Bab. Uh, also range two. So he suffers a little bit there. Both of his attacks are only range two. Mm -hmm. Not fantastic, but not as bad as it could be. We'll see later. Strength seven for three power. Uh, immediately, I in my mind, I compared to Cold Blooded, mm -hmm. which has the same stats there. But the trigger, uh, the other effects on this are amazing. First yes. up, before damage is dealt, super important. No wild trigger, just happens. The target, if the target character is size four or less, which is everybody but Dormammu, yeah, it may throw the target character short. Really good. A free throw. Don't have to do damage. Correct. Don't have to roll a wild before Correct. damage is dealt so you can throw them before they potentially get dazed or whatever. Mm -hmm. Already love it. Oh, wait, there's another one. After the attack is resolved, the target character gains a stagger special condition. Yeah, it's a better hail to the king. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Like this, to me, this this character shines on this. It costs three power, but he's got seven health on both sides. He's going to do this all the time. Oh, for real. And well, that's, all day. That's, that's a really inexpensive builder. All I mean, day there's, there's, day. there's only one style of builder that's less than that, because I don't think we have any, uh, or not builder, but spender. There's a few twos out there. But that's what I'm saying. Lot. Like, there's only a handful of twos out there, and there's no ones, because they aren't really there's considered a few spenders. Ones. They're not considered spenders. It's all the characters one. All the characters throw his hammer throw. It's not a builder. It's what do you call it then? It's not a spender. It's just an an, an attack. He's still spending one. It's still a spender. The spender is the big <laughs> ultimate attack, Dan. All right, Everyone if you, knows if you say that. each character has one spender, then sure. Yeah. But I say anything that you have to spend power is a spender to me. Uh, I did though. You did what? I said that. Oh, okay. Only the biggest attack is the spender. All right, fair. He's got a. He's got one of the best spenders out there. I think. Yeah. So and like seven dice, one of the most efficient good. efficient spenders. Because you would you would pay three all day long to throw enemies of size four or less short, and then also stagger them, and you and get an attack, do some damage as well with an attack. You know what I mean? It's yeah. so good. It's the French so fries that good. comes with your burger. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot they were coming. I'll put them right on there. Yeah. So his attacks only range two. Uh, two of his uh superpowers help with that. First up, charge. One of my mm -hmm. favorites, one of your favorites, is saves actions. Mm -hmm. You get to move and immediately make an attack action. Super important. Yeah. Some charges, like for Asgard, uh, aren't, aren't charged because they specify you have to do a particular attack. As I found out this week, I was like, can I for Asgard and chuck a hammer? No, I can't. No. That's why it's not charge. It, that's right? fair. So he's got just straight up charge. So you can charge if you've got power on him, which you probably will with his seven health, mm -hmm. uh, charge up and then bear arm brawler and just wreck face. Uh, so, of course, that costs two power. Make a move action, file an attack action. You can only do it once a turn. Uh, and then he also has Ursine Temper. Costs three power. It's a decent throw. 
Yeah, it's, an, it's a terrain feature throw. So you can only throw terrain with it with a size three or less, which is good. Throws it medium. Yeah, within range two of him. So it's got to be pretty close for those bear arms to grab it. But yeah. he throws it medium, which is nice. Only once a turn, of course. And then he has aggressive, which we love anytime he takes damage. Sorry, after an attack targeting the character's result if he suffers damage. Super important distinction. So you throw stuff all day at him, he's not going to charge at you. But uh, if you do damage to him with an attack, he can then move short towards you, which is a free move. Because he's it is short a free movement. Move. Yeah. He's got that medium base. That's a pretty good amount of space he's covering. He's got a round thing in your face. Yeah, you beat me to it. You'll get sprung. Uh, he doesn't change at all on his on his injured side. No, he yeah, keeps he's, that seven health, which he's is the exact like same. Ooh, other other uh, four threats that have seven health on their healthy side off the top of my head all go down. Goblin goes from seven to like five. Wolverine goes from seven to five. He, he's, he's 14 stamina on a four threat. On, I'm a little disappointed he doesn't have any kind of invulnerability, but I think the seven and seven makes yeah. up for it. Well, and you can't make that standard, right? Where all the big boys have, you know... Uh, inert to pain or a, a one damage reduction because listen you can you can punch a bear it'll it'll do damage yeah you just you just got to punch him a whole box he's not gonna really feel it right yeah inert to pain i feel like would have made a lot of sense here too or just like you know thick fur coat or something like that yeah but in a way you kind of want him to take some damage to power him up to do the, the throw or the charge or you know charge and bear on brawler all day mm -hmm. so good you want him to get in the thick of it and just throw guys around and stagger, uh, just a stagger, free stagger and a throw. Well, it costs three. I, I free as in there's no trigger for oh, it. Oh, I gotcha. It just happens. Um, because if there him? was a while, they'd never get it anyway. Correct. <laughs> where do you put him? I as a four threat, he's not everywhere. No, because he's he's got one job. He's doing damage. Yeah, I like him. In for me, he's throwing. He's a he's a control piece. Yeah. I actually really like him in Kingpin's uh, Criminal Syndicate. Seven health sitting on an objective. Hard to throw-ish at size three. Yeah. Aggressive so he can get back on points relatively easily. Yeah. I like him there. I like him in uh, Daredevils as well. Shadowland yeah, so Daredevils to, to re-roll uh, attack dice. Yeah. He doesn't need it to like fish for stuff though. But I mean, just more damage is more damage. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what he does. He goes yeah. up and he, hit, he hits people. I like him a lot in uh, Midnight Suns is where I, I really, really like him. him bumping. Yep. And um, Web Warriors. I feel he's solid. He he gives some really nice heavy hitting potential to kind of counter yeah. uh, Venom. Um, and uh, yeah, the throws. The throws are really good. Oh, I like him a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost don't even think. Because he's not super power hungry, you know? Like, yeah, but charge for one? Come on. Yeah, I mean, anybody that has charge like Steve's Avengers for one. Right. No, I completely agree. Um, I, I don't I don't really see me playing him in Steve's Avengers often, but yeah. he, and everybody likes Steve's Avengers for the, the cheaper superpowers. Correct. Uh, I don't hate him in Sam Wilson's Avengers either. Just having some of that that little heal, because while he he doesn't have that four physical defense and he doesn't have the um invulnerability or the nerd to pain so getting a heal here or there and some additional small movements i feel would be really solid especially when you're probably going a little wide and you're going to have uh those twos and threes kind of dazing you can kind of keep him moving around and constantly being a threat and yeah, healed up i like uh, that asgard for the same reason yeah i was going to say asgard too to get rid of uh well, and because he damage. doesn't have any um immunities to special conditions nope so that kind of well 
I mean, we've certainly made the declaration here before. He's, he's immune, immune to, to slow. slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why isn't he immune to poison? He's a bear. Uh, bear, you could poison a bear, man. <laughs> Listen, I was in the voice. No, uh, most of what we did. Poison tipped arrows are illegal. Uh, there is more than one supply or vessel device to, to give poison. Fair. Uh, I like him in general. He's an awesome model, too. He's a big bear with abs. Like, you don't want to mess with that. I want to play him all the time just because he looks great. To to be clear, though, he only has abs on his injured side. He has ab on his healthy side. Right. Yeah. I love his bare gut on the card, but the model itself, like, has sculpted abs. Yes, it does. <laughs> he's terrifying. Uh, but he's a big bear man. He looks awesome. He's going to be taken all the time just because he's cool. I think he's he's perfectly fine for. He doesn't shine above the rest. He's not like, oh, my God. He's not, you know, Medusa when she first came out. He's not Enchantress when she first came out. They've yeah. gotten reworked a little bit. I think he's solid. Yeah, absolutely. He's like a four-point lizard. He is somewhat like a four-point lizard. He's That's, real basic. Yeah. He doesn't have a ton going on. You know, what throw instead of a push. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to want to start i want to work on building like an all just like animal dudes list with like lizard and ursa major yeah i'm trying to think of others at the top of my head would you conclude like black widow and stuff in there yeah, or black I mean, cat i don't know with just the name well lockjaw because he's oh dog. yeah so you know things like that i'd be like um the the pet avengers uh bullseye oh yeah obviously he's a beast <laughs> why can't oh beast that... how did we forget that one you know i'll count it I mean, sure. you, you want it normally? He's big, he's furry, he's wood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where are we at? So Lizard's three, Year's just four. Yeah. Uh, we got 10 with Lockjaw, so we're up to 13 with Beast. Beast is three, right? Mm -hmm. So we're only at 13, so we need somebody else in there. I feel like we're forgetting some really obvious ones. I feel like it too, Toad? and I just can't think of anybody. No. Why not? He's Beast. No, he's just a dude with a long tongue. He's not just a dude, he first is just off. A, he's a mutant, okay? Yeah. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Chat, help me out. Who am I forgetting? There's got to be somebody else. Definitely Toad. Crossbones. <laughs> he's li literally just a dude. He's he's bossed Crones though. Um. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like, yeah. There's got to be some other massive, super obvious person that someone would figure out after stammering a sentence out. Who are we long forgetting? enough that they would? finally remember i mean maybe i'd count malkith later because he's got a big cat mount omega red he's just a dude with tentacles right but he's like the he's like the ending red like he's like the last one <laughs> okay right so like well we're at 13 maybe we'll see what else comes out along the way you're definitely not going to get another red after omega red he's the last yeah right there's no alpha red correct not yet maybe maybe soon Maybe we'll get an Alpha Flight version of Omega Red called Ooh. Alpha Red. Oh, actually kind of like that a lot. You know? Instead of Russian, he's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we need to design that character for funny. Uh, for yeah, I mean, all the spider people. I mean, if there was Rhino, he would fit in my theme, the idea of my theme here. You would count, you would more readily include Rhino than Beast? Yeah. Okay. Especially like Beast is just a blue fur dude, right? He's not like an ant. Like Ursa Major is a bear man. Lizard is a lizard man. Rhino is a man. Lockjaw is a dog. Rhino is a man in a suit. Rhino is a you could rhino describe man. As 
Depends on what rhino we get too. Is it like Paul Giamatti's robot suit rhino? First Obviously off, doesn't love that. Like, love it. I mean, he was in that movie for three seconds. Ah, he should have been in more, though. Uh, absolutely. I love Paul Giamatti in general. Same. And this is the idea he was playing this, like, Russian uh, rhino. Yeah. That, that interpretation of I thought was pretty Probably cool. part of the Winter Guard. Paul Giamatti's rhino. I, I'd be okay with that. You know? Absolutely. I feel like there's got to be a spider foe we're forgetting. Because they're definitely, a lot of them are based on animals. Yeah, scorp- no scorpion or vulture yet. Yeah. N- nor is there any uh, Hydro Man, as Hydro Man uh, makes up 60% of most animals. I hate Hydro Man. Do you? Yeah. Why? I actually... Because he's like half a step away from Iceman and just get he just he's encroaching on his turf. He's uh, water stuff. Iceman's water stuff, too. I thought you also liked water stuff. I figured he would have been in the ballpark. No, he's too similar, so it's like encroaching and I gotcha. Cool. Do you like Sandman? Yeah, Sandman's awesome. Okay. <laughs> I don't really care that much about Hydro Man. <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, so the other big release today, uh, oh to my kind of kick off Mini Stravaganza, especially for the Marvel Crisis Protocol side, we finally, not finally, but we've been we've been hot and bothered and waiting for this for a, for a, for a hot minute we, since we've had ACO. a lot of wild. Uh, not uh, wild speculation, knowing nothing mm-hmm. about the character, really, mm-hmm. other than the Thor, the Dark World interpretation, which we know he's not because he's riding a giant winged white tiger. Correct. Called a bog tiger. A bog tiger. But we got Malchus card just like out of nowhere. I was watching the, the Legion stream this yeah. week. They had a ton of reveals there. AMG is busy this week. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, Steve shared it in the discord. And I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? what? We're in the middle of another stream when they drop Malkith on us out of yeah. nowhere? Like, who? So, I went over Ursa Major. You want to cover Malkith? There's uh, a lot more here. There is. He's got a lot going on. So did you have a raise energy today, dude? You are like, Wah! ready to go. Or is I it just mini extravaganza? You did? <laughs> I, I did this morning before working out, but I'm just pumped. To, like, Ursa Major is awesome. Yeah. Malkith, I was so... So incredibly excited when they yeah. showed the model initially, and his car does not disappoint. Uh, for real, I, I pump for mini extravaganza. <laughs> it's just so much right and now. And if this is how they started out, you know what I mean? Like we still have the panel for MCP tomorrow. We still have, yes, very much so. You want to come over at noon tomorrow? Uh, and we'll cover it when we can't stream it. Kind of. I have a very important <laughs> meeting at ten, but then right after, uh yes, yep, yep. <laughs> Um, All right, what, what's going on with Malekith? So we have Malekith the Accursed, uh, which, not to be confused with a lot of the other Malekiths that are out there, this is just um, Alias Malekith. Right. So there there could be, um, you know, Stanley Frankenauter Malekith the Accursed, uh, but he would have a different alias. Well, maybe we'll just get Malekith later without Correct. a cat. Correct. Uh, without a bog tiger. Yes. Um, Still a cat, right? No, actually, uh, it's it's kind of like how Kansas City isn't in Kansas, actually. Uh, you have to read the comics to kind of find that out. Uh, shout out to Fury's <laughs> Finest. But um, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that episode hasn't come out yet, has it? No, or was pro- or probably ever will. But uh, uh, so he's got fours across the boards for uh, defenses. So we got four, 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 ten Great. stamina on his healthy side. What? Seven threat. Se- our first seven size quattro. Or some major can throw him. Uh, Urza Major can throw him, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, that makes, uh, so I think Malekith just being size throw for makes Urza Major more of a threat. 
Absolutely. His value went up as soon as this card was released. Uh, he is <laughs> it took two days for his value to go up. Yeah, he uh, he's a medium mover and has flight and immunity to hex and stun, which is nice. As a an elf that was trained heavily and broken out of prison by wizards, uh, makes sense that he might be immune to hex. And medium movement is nothing to to shake, you know, on a big old base. He's got the large base. Yep. Yes, sir. Uh, he's his, fast. Builder is going to be an energy attack, range two, strength seven, called Blade of Midnight. Blade of Midnight. No Daywalker Builder here, because this one only comes out after dark. And after this attack is resolved, the character <laughs> will gain power equal to the damage dealt with Pierce on a wild. Love uh, Pierce. Pretty solid when you're rolling that many dice. Yeah, a bucket range of dice. two, strength seven. Mm, with Pierce too. Strength like that's, seven for a builder? And energy. So uh, good. I don't know why they called this Blade of Midnight instead of a uh, super giant deleter. But oof, yeah, I you mean, know. Ow. Uh I mean, he's a he's a seven threat, so a seven You got a start seven strong. strength builder is not shocking. No. Like it's it's fantastic. Yep. It is only range 2. Correct. But not bad. No, not, not bad at all. At all. Nope. I, I would still say it's a great builder. I would say that it is a it is one of the strongest builders. Uh, stat wise. Oh, absolutely. I mean, being strength seven, I mean, and we and missed uh, energy is, I think, a, uh, statistically the lowest yeah. strength defense. It so. is, yeah, because Mystic has those highs and lows. Uh, physical is normally actually pretty high. There's very few two physical defenses or right. lower, and energy is yeah, kind of in that sweet spot in between where eh, it's usually three or below. Yep, unless Typically. you're She Hulk for some reason, or Storm has four. Yeah, I think that makes sense. though. So too. this is a, a really good builder, relatively short range, but medium move on a large base is fast. Yeah, you're going to have that blade in your face. Uh, Blood Boil is going to be his uh, gainer, I believe is the term. Beam four, strength five. After the attack is resolved, they will gain one power and poison on a wild. And it doesn't cost any power. It's it another builder. Correct. Another gainer is what they call it. Um Solid, really, like, really, really good. good. It's a mystic beam, beam four, four though. Beam four though. That's real big. It's a, it's that's a, a, that's a big beam. It's about, I think it's the same as Sinister's, but his cost one mm -hmm. and uh, gains a power after each attack. Yep, totally fine. He gets like three people in the beam, that's three power. Nope, yeah. and poison on a wild. Not bad. Solid. Poison is a little, uh, not a favorite. Yeah, in the community or locally at least, but it's certainly not bad. No, it's a detriment. So I, I, I really feel, especially when you're not playing against Asgard or something like that, poison's value goes through the roof. <laughs> Excuse me, because you have that. You don't want to shake it. You don't want to have to spend an action to shake poison. And if yes. you were trying to kind of remove someone from being useful, Poison is a great way to do it, especially if you don't want to do a ton of damage to them, give them a ton of power. You just want them to not have enough to do the things that they want to do, but you don't want to power them up by trying to take them off the table. Mm -hmm. Poison is great for that. And on a beam like this, Gamma Way or Gamma Shelters and Demons Downtown. Ooh, he loves this those. is set up perfectly. I mean, if you are poisoning and having the entire enemy teams incinerated every round on Demons Downtown. <laughs> Malekith loves it. Yes. Uh, his spender is Butcher of Thor. This is gross. This is really solid. Gross. Range three, strength 10. ten. Only four power. Actually, not too bad. Strength 10 for four power? Ha! Yeah. 
Um, what? And after the attack is resolved, you can place the character within one of the target character. Oh. And similar to uh, Hawkeye or Star-Lord, it has Dark Curse on a wild, where after the attack is resolved, for each wild in the attack roll, the defending character gains one of the following special conditions out of Bleed, Shock, Slow, and Stun. Wow. Each wild does one of those. Correct. On 10 dice. On 10 dice. With a place. He's already not slow. Yeah. Um, big base Whoa. medium mover who has a place on a spender and a relative, uh, relatively inexpensive spender at that. Yeah. Uh, he's also, as you know, we've kind of been, uh, teased a little bit. One of the new affiliation leaders or a new affiliation ability for the cabal mm. card called Carled, Carled, the dark council. Ooh. Uh, and this is kind of the inverse of the Sam Wilson, um, affiliation ability, uh, all new, all different, mm -hmm. where when this character or an allied character dazes or KOs an enemy character, choose another non-dazed allied character. After the effect is resolved, the chosen character may remove, may remove one damage, gain one power, and may advance short. A character can only be affected by this leadership ability once per round. So he's going to have a mobile Cabal. And I really like this specifically as a new leader for Cabal as counter to the newer um, affiliation leader for the Avengers mm -hmm. kind of having that counterplay back and forth. I really dig. Yeah. Uh, Steve Rogers and Red Skull kind of having similar ones that do a very similar thing in different ways. And this one uh, very much similar. Yeah. I, I like that counterplay and that counterbalance between those two uh, factions. It's a, it's good. Yeah. Uh, I like because when I first read it, I was like, oh, he just has Sam's leadership. That's really weird that they just copied and pasted. They've never done that before. Yeah. That's really strange. And then I read it again and I was like, oh, it's when he or his team dazes somebody else. Because I was like, well, Sam Spam works when you have a bunch of cheap characters, but he's seven threat. Yeah. But it's no, it's just doing damage to the enemy team, which he's really good at. Correct. So, OK. And once so you want to build a beater team with him. Yeah. And once again, he's already in, incredibly mobile. He's already moving all over the place. Yeah. And to make that just triple down on it, I guess. Yeah, with his 10 health, he dazes somebody, he he heals a power, heals a damage, mm -hmm. gains a power, and then advances short. Like he's a one-man army. Yeah. So that's that's three uh, already solid uh forms of movement. How about a fourth? Because he has ferocity. He's not done yet. Not done yet. So it's three superpowers. You can't stop him. He's on a tiger. And it's from a bog, probably. Uh <laughs> he's got ferocity for two power. It uh, costs an action. This is gonna be uh, actually similar to what we were describing earlier. It's a charge that's named, which means it can only do one specific mm -hmm. attack. So this character immediately makes so a move cool. action, followed by a blade of midnight attack action. If the attack deals damage after the attack is resolved, this character may throw the target short. Yeah. Like it a lot. Yeah. Well, is they have to do damage, right? Correct. If the attack deals damage. Is it strength seven energy? It's probably gonna do damage. Mm -hmm. And then you get the and it has pierce. short. So you're you're probably getting all of your money back that you spent on this mm -hmm. one. Uh you are probably getting a throw, and it has pierce to really kind of confirm that the throw is probably going through. And then you just got if you, you do it the right timing, you got a pretty good chance of triggering Dark Council. Correct. To get some more movement and power and healing. Like, wow. I love it. Yeah, ferocity is so good. It really is. And to make sure that his damage sinks in deeper every single time and his defenses uh, hold up, he has Cloak of Shadows. Oh, I forgot about this one. This is an X spender, which effectively uh, makes him 
pay a little money, but he can be Scarlet Witch for a little while. Uh, so after this character rolls attack, defense, or dodge dice, mm. but before the resolve critical step, Huge. you may spend any amount of power to use the superpower. For each power spent, choose one uh, failure or skull to treat as a crit for the remainder of the attack. That means it will, in fact, generate another die. And uh, yeah, that's awesome. So if you're, if you're critting into skulls, not, not great. Can't use it there. But before you roll those crits... You absolutely can turn them all into crits. Yeah. Isn't this the same as dominoes? It is. Yes. I believe yeah, so. Yeah, because it costs power to, to change. It's. I mean, this, he was already really good. This is like, wow, this is really good. Mm -hmm. But he mm -hmm. wants to be spending power constantly. Correct. Well, and chances are he'll be able to get it. So uh, here's the thing I really like about him. So just kind of thinking about this in general. Being able to ferocity up, get a blade of midnight off, potentially throwing someone, getting that first daze, getting another free movement and some power from dazing someone, being able to then butcher of Thor's or something like over there because it's range three and then you're teleporting over there as well. You're going to be getting two to three movements per round and attacking twice if you're able to daze someone during that that uh, spree. He is I think it's probably so the appropriate efficient. term for it. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to go on a spree. All the time. All the time. Yeah, he's super efficient. He he seems like he has more than one action a turn. I feel like he's going to feel a lot like Thanos with gems where he just does like eight things. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I still have one more action. You're like, how are you still going? <laughs> I feel like Malkith is going to be similar to that where yeah. you have that place and uh, charge and all this. Oh, he still has one power. Yes. So... <laughs> He, he's uh, not done. He's not done. So I don't know if you knew this or not, but he's also a conqueror of the Ten Realms. Ten Realms. During the power phase, he'll gain an additional power. And additionally, More? and this is probably one of the most devastating parts of this character. Yeah. Characters cannot modify their attack dice when targeting this character with attacks. Ooh. Good luck bringing him down. He's got I, four defense on everything. He's got 10 stamina. You can't modify your dice against him. I think I would rather have him, like if I'm playing against Malekith, I would significantly rather have him have nice punch or an invulnerability or something like that because not being able to modify my dice absolutely takes out my, oops, all re-rolls and rapid fires. Right? And what you do get a few through, oh, I rolled a couple of skulls. I'm just going to change those to crits and then roll more dice. Yep. Oh my gosh. he He's fast. He's got great offense. Mm -hmm. He's got great defense. He's so good. Also, uh, the art on this card was done by Tyler Walpole, who uh, did that incredible Hydra-themed uh, Quinjet yeah, that we saw at Adepticon. I think he did the Scourge and Heimdall cards as well. That I believe he did. Fantastic art. I love the artwork on his cards. Now, I think he's a proper seven threat. He does have one change when he flips. It's just the one. So he drops two stamina on the injured side, uh, which honestly uh, probably needed. Sure. Yeah, he goes I'll, down to eight. I'll take it. Yep. Yeah. He still has 18 stamina. Correct. I'm only four more than Ursa Major. That's for three more threat. That's true. But he has <laughs> less than Dormammu. Right. And there are some people out there that are a little upset that they feel like he's better than Dormammu for one threat less. Yeah, I I don't know about that. But Dormammu's a, the thing is, I don't think it's fair to compare them directly like that. Correct. They're different threat levels already. It's so all it's relative. hard to to, to to compare them directly. He is a one-man army. 
Dormammu is more kind of like Thanos, where he's a bit more of a support piece. Where yes, he can do tons of damage himself. Yeah, he's got a ton of stamina, but he's there to like teleport others and beef them up with his dark dimension uh, leadership and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Where Malkith is there to wreck face. Correct. Correct. Well, and also a very different power vibe too, right? You know, uh, Dormammu kind of only getting power when certain effects are happening, or people are taking damage, mm-hmm. or people are are overburdened with how much power they have. Um, and that obliteration or incantation of obliteration is awesome. Is very deadly. Yeah. But uh, in the in the true, um, you know, wild sorcery uh, effects of the dark dimension doesn't always go off like a butcher of Thor's will. Oh my gosh, ten dice for four power. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, he's just absolutely nuts. The the characters and the the players that I really like to see in this particular list, honestly, with Cabal is anyone that is going to be in people's faces dealing damage that honestly, I I think the Dark Council affiliation is going to be a great place for slow movers. I think we'll see some crossbones, get some really good play here. You want people throwing stuff, moving stuff around, getting placed. Uh, this is, I think, going to be an incredibly mobile affiliation that's going to be played. Um, and I'm really excited for the for the characters that are really going to thrive under this. Uh, Corvus and Proxima, uh, or maybe even just Corvus, uh, I think we are going to start uh see i think we're going to start seeing corvus in uh dark council stuff granted if you're running with the reality gem that's five and that's out of the gate 12 threat but <sighs> corvus loves more movement and this is going to give it to him especially when he's dazing or KOing someone every round so i i absolutely love that i would almost say ah uh, just there's just so much there uh dan we were talking about uh corvus and a dark council having a little bit more movement oh, some God, more health come on he's gonna be murking people so you're only at 12 points if he's got the reality gem too exactly so i mean you could go 15 with him uh proxima and malekith you will have priority oh my forever. that is terrifying like that's just the damage potential there is you know on black and they are black order but it's yeah. the same kind of i think more damage potential than typical black order correct um, and you're only at 15? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's 12 with uh, Corvus with the reality gem. Uh, Proxima makes it 15. Oh, my gosh. I would hate to fight that at 15. Yeah. Yep. I think Malkith is going to be one of those. You can't ignore him because he's so fast. Mm-hmm. But I think against him, you're going to have to focus on taking out the rest of his squad first. Yeah. And then hoping that you've scored enough because he's expensive. Well, and that's the thing. He is, in fact, only getting two attacks around. He has no way to get additional attacks. He can benefit from a lot of different movements. I want to see Heimdall with him. Rerolling two dice and Ugh. get ten. And teleporting and, yeah. Yes. Gross. You know? All right. Uh, alternate 15 threat, Malkith and Dormammu. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it pretty much just writes itself. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to score many points, but you're going to just wreck the other. Yeah, you're going to table them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's just one of those things where you're like, all right, well, I'm just going to avoid both of them. <laughs> as best and, you can. Uh, yeah, just constantly be right out of range of attacks so that they have to move. And somebody's going to play that list sometime in like August or September just because we can. Yep. Yep. Oh, a 17 threat? I threw Toad in. Oh, Toad! <laughs> or Bullseye. <laughs> Toad just going behind these guys, just picking up every little, like, objective, like, carrying it like a, a little garbage monkey. 
I like a <laughs> garbage monkey. But uh, yeah, so any anyone else you'd like to want to see splashed in the Dark Council? Uh, so okay, Cabal is most of like the bad guys. Yeah, quotes. Um, and I think there's a lot of play there. Crossbones loves it. It's more movement. It's more places. He heals up a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's I I like it a lot. I think it helps a lot of the short movers in exactly. um in Cabal like uh, Crossbones. Mm-hmm. Did you just say Crossbones? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you you said that, and I pictured Baron Zemo. I don't know why. I mean, Baron doesn't hate it. No, he just, he just doesn't need it. No, um, he has one at home, and it's nicer. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be fun to see Ursa Major in here because he is just a beat stick. Like you just take a characters that attack. Yeah. Here. Yep. I like. Well, and similar to what we were talking about um, with Ursa Major in Sam Wilson's Avengers, uh, the the additional move and the healing kind of makes up for some of the tankability that he has. Yeah. When you already have set of fourteen total health and you're healing on it, it's pretty funny. All right. So now I want to build a Cabal list, a Dark Council list that's just the maximum stamina I could get without taking Dormammu. Yeah. So like him, maybe Omega Red, he's got, I think he's got a good, I think he's 6'6". Six, six yeah. For a four. Hulkbuster. Uh, Lizard. Yeah. Hulkbuster's got a lot, but he's, you know, sixth threat. That's already 13 points with Malketh. Yeah. Uh, but I like but Lizard in there because he's 6'6 six, six at a three. Yeah. Um, that just sounds like fun. Just how many point? How how much stamina can I fit in this threat level? Is Luke Cage higher than average? I think he's he's either six six or six five. Being able to I heroes think. for hire too with Luke Cage or or Iron Fist protecting Daddy Malkith. Oh my god, is really funny. Yes. Oh man. And then throw bodyguards in there with all of his other defensive stuff. He doesn't even need them, but no. but just to keep him alive longer to just keep just demolishing the enemy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh baby! Oh baby! Um, anyone else that you could see potentially being part of, like that particular grouping? Who was the um? Oh, the other bad guy there from Thor: The Dark World it was like Crossman, Krusk or Kirk or Kurz. Kurz. I think one of my favorite actors. I don't know how to say his name. I feel bad. I really liked uh-huh. him on Lost as well. Oh, um, you're thinking of. Sam Rigel. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Uh, I haven't seen Lost, but uh, I, I yeah, I can't say the actor's name. I'm I, I just haven't heard it. I've never heard anybody say it. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to just butcher it. Oh, that's fair. Well, Oi. I really um, liked him in Thor: The Dark World. It was disappointing that that was the movie he was in with a throwaway part. But I think his name is Kurz because I always I get him so confused too. with Scourge. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was like curse with a K effectively for some yeah. reason. Yeah, I think it's curse with a K and a Z. Oh, okay. But I think that, I think that's his name. But I he remember, looks awesome. I remember him being a very annoying boss in the uh, Avengers Assemble Facebook game. <laughs> when Thor of the Dark World came out. Naturally. but Or maybe it was uh, Puzzle Quest, Marvel Puzzle Quest. But uh, Oh, I like Supergiant in Dark Council. Oh. Healing that one on her. Short movement. Yeah, it's just frustrating. Yeah, I like it a lot. Actually. Oh, you did one. You did two damage to me last time with your two attacks. I healed one back because I dazed that guy. Oh, you sent, spent seven power on throws and two damage got through. I hope <laughs> nothing happens to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she sounds like a pain in that. And there's so many people in Cabal. Like, yeah, I could see half of the Winter Guard being in Cabal. Really? Are they bad guys? 
Well, they're often, I don't know a ton about them in the comics, but they're often against the Avengers. Mm. They're not necessarily, quote, bad guys. Yeah. But, like, they're, they're seen as, you know, foils to the Avengers. I got gotcha. So I could see, like, I don't know why I just, I can picture Ursa Major in there. I hope they're not, I hope all four of them aren't just Winter Guard. Right. To be the smallest of, I think they'll also get Omega Red, maybe Colossus. Yeah. Um. Who else was Ben really excited to have in there for his team Slav? Maybe Magic. Yeah. Yep. I feel like Omega Red's the most obvious one. Correct. Uh, Alpha Red when he comes out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Addition to there. No, but he's Canadian. Oh, that's right. He's not team slot. Right, but he also guards winter in Canada. Canada has to guard a lot of winter themselves. That's true. Otherwise, we'll get too much and get really uh, kind of nitpicky. They got to keep it. those polar vortexes to themselves. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, there oh, will be, be a power at one point name. called Polar Vortex, and it will probably be on Blizzard. Uh, who will get before Iceman? Who will get before Iceman? We'll get a second Cassandra Nova before Iceman, too, probably. The Marauders version of Cassandra Nova? Yeah. She's like on the X-Men now. Yeah, that would actually be super rad. No, not yet. It'd be alpha rad. Alpha. Uh, I, just want, I want to make a superhero or a supervillain now called Polar Vortex just because <laughs> <laughs> it seems kind of a, a lameish name, but kind of cool at the same time. Yeah. Um, he can only make his body colder, but like, just, <laughs> but just to like 85 degrees. You know what I mean? Like just lower than normal human just body temperature. Just reads as dead. Correct. To, to medical equipment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's immune to infrared. Like, that's it. <laughs> what? Um, there's definitely a corpse walking towards us. Um, <laughs> but, guys, uh, thank you so much. As always, uh, if you want to, it would do us a great service to head over to Spotify, Audible, Amazon Podcasts, or Apple, Apple Podcasts, Podcasts to leave us a review or a rating. Uh, help us get out there. Help other people find us. Um, as well as the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Professional Casual uh, helps us out a whole ton. It allows us and gives us the ability to be here every week. Um, and honestly, we really appreciate it. You get a whole bunch of bonus stuff for going over there, additional podcasts and shows and video, access to the Discord, which so you can do for as little as a dollar on the Patreon. I would highly suggest it. Great place. Absolute Wild West. There is always something there. It is a very international group, which mm -hmm. is awesome because it is always active you will wake up every morning and be like what did i miss oh just everything a row notifications on my phone and i'm like all right let's take five minutes to catch up on discord but uh we are also going to be starting some new stuff uh based oh, around yeah. mcp here shortly too we got two kind of big cool things that we're going to start doing uh, we're going to be starting to do two. some blogs on the website oh. professionalcasual.com based around mcp and we are looking for writers so if you are interested in maybe helping us out and becoming a, a columnist yeah that's a cool term a blogger oh uh, yeah a blogger uh this will be a somewhat paid position so we want to make sure that if you're going to be spending time for this that you are compensated for that so please send some examples and some samples of writing about anything to do with marvel crisis protocol it could be a review of a new character that's coming out especially over the weekend here with uh mini extravaganza uh, but we're looking for 2000 word uh concise articles maybe with some pictures up to you but you go ahead and send those to tim at professionalcasual.com um, and we will be bringing people uh, on to, to write some stuff whenever we can. We are also going to be starting a new additional stream over the next, probably towards the end of summer, maybe next month, August. We don't have a, a hard date on this. Tomorrow. But it won't be tomorrow. 
<laughs> I can actually guarantee it won't be tomorrow. But I set you up for that. I guarantee I it. Appreciate that. Oh, it's canon now. Thanks, Big Chuck. Um, <laughs> but we are going to be doing some Wait Did I Roll a Wild, name to be determined after dark streams over on the Patreon after Wait Did I Roll a Wild on Thursday nights, uh, where we we hang out and we talk and we get real with it. We talk about real things like PCN MCP after dark. Uh, yeah. PCN MPCAD. <laughs> I think we could fit more letters in there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Ten at checkout for um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll be talking about, you know, why I still take Bullseye as a three thread every week and, you know, just a lot of that stuff. But it'll be cool. You can hang out. You can interact with chat um, and us and we'll just we'll have a good time. Uh, so make sure if you're not already head over to that Patreon, get on there. Only a buck and you'll have good luck all day long. Just ask Chuck. Patreon.com slash professional casual. Mm, mm, mm. So much stuff there. So much stuff there. Uh, but guys, we love you. Thank you so much. Make sure to check out. Oh, yeah, the power phase on Mondays and Taylor's hobby hangout on Wednesdays right here on the Twitch. We love your faces. We'll see you soon. And remember, if you've got a fistful of dice and a pocket full of sprinkles, you uh, you got a fighting chance and a great ice cream topping. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>